So I haven't had a fucking orgasm in over two weeks. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's been an experience. It's already a new record for us, Mm -hmm. would you say? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm sexually frustrated a bit and also resenting how much I'm enjoying this. Yeah, and, I was gonna um, say you don't seem all that frustrated. <laughs> well, frustrated is is an interesting <laughs> term. Um, but welcome to Kink Sense. <laughs> I'm Ori. My name's Elise. And this week we're gonna talk about probably a whole mess of things. But I wanted to start on yeah this new denial kick that we've been on. We tend to move through interests or things that light up our brains, you know, from periodically. Um, and we're, we chased the dopamine a bit there, I would say. Yeah. Um, but it had been a while since we had done anything with denial. Yeah. Previously, we have played with chastity. Quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, for a while, I was like wearing a I'm like key yeah, around yeah. my, yeah, my neck. Um, the thing was, though, like, you couldn't handle me not coming because you loved the feeling of making me come. Correct. Yeah. 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 It was an ego thing. Um, maybe. <laughs> uh, part of it was an ego thing. But I think the longest we ever went was like, um, maybe four or five days. I think we made it to like a week. I think it was like. But tip- it was more typical. Eight or nine days was like the max, I think. It's more typical to do like. For me to be able to withhold your orgasms for more like three days, and the and those these were early days of our um, like in the first year. Honey, we ran this shit last summer pretty hard. Oh, but okay. So here's the piece that's missing from that story, which is like early days. That was within the poly context. I had to work through. Well, what does it mean? If I withhold your orgasms, but you come with other people, like how is like how do I make sense of that? Does do I feel powerful? Do I not feel powerful? Does that count? Does that not count? Mm-hmm. And so that was t- that would typically be why one the withholding didn't last very long, and two because I was like, wait, no, I want to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know the super ego. super. No, it's like, it's just an immature, it's an immature, like, relational piece, right? So, like, ego is maybe, but it wasn't, it didn't feel like I'm the best, but it felt like, no, that's an intimate moment I want to have with you. Yeah, no, I get that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, Which feels less like, I don't know, like, the way I think, typically think of ego. But, um, and then last summer... We were leaning in pretty hard to a poly mono dynamic in the vein of like not quite an FLR or female led relationship, but you were off the dating apps and and not allowed to date other people. It was and really um, until it wasn't, and then we stopped. Doing it was still it. hot when it wasn't. That was <laughs> this was the problem. Was like it was like I'm tortured by the fact that this is so fucking hot and. Also, I'm struggling with this at yeah. a certain point for a, a number of fucking reasons. But um, we um, we got back into it two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I guess would be say. I don't remember when we started this. I don't remember how we started it. But you stopped letting me come. And pretty shortly after, I noticed I was way more aroused than usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
that has just continued, would you say, for both of us? Yeah. One of the things that I found in that process of withholding your orgasms is like knowing that you can't come made my orgasms better. That's the hottest fucking thing <laughs> in the world. I and I and so and this is where but I that feel like from before. It it did, it was more intense. It was definitely something more noticeable. But this is the this is where like the psychology of arousal and eroticism is so fascinating to me in a nerdy way. It's like uh, I can use the same Hitachi wand, and like every time I masturbate, and the difference between when it's like what's on my mind and what I'm thinking about and whether I'm like withholding orgasms for you. Like all of that matters, even if like the mechanism is the same. Yeah. Um, My orgasms are going to be different depending on what's on my mind. Yeah. Which yeah. is like a no-duh. That's really what drives. I mean, that's behind kink. Yeah. Like that's that's the the driving force, I think, in where a lot of arousal comes. It's like kink highlights the fact that that shit is not only physical, but also in your head and <laughs> where your head is at and kind of the novelty that's around you, like new people. Um, and your touch from like your partner in one area, even if then if another person touches you in that same spot, that other person, even if they both touch you the same fucking way, that other person may feel way more aroused by a new person mm -hmm. touching them. Um, that's kind of an example that I can give. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that shit is in your head. And now you're saying the the amount of arousal that you're drawing from it is different because there's not another person that I'm having sex with. Well, that's the part that I don't have an answer to yet. Um, that's not in. So if we talk about like in the last two weeks, that hasn't been a, a thing on my mind. Yeah. And as this has maintained and at some point I have to decide when it will end. Right. Or if. And why. And if it ends. Um, yeah. And why? Like, what is the reason yeah. for it to end that makes sense to me? So there's sort of a satisfying like, ah, uh, as opposed to a, oh. Yeah. I was reading, I think on Reddit, they were talking about, I think, denial and uh, submissives were talking about begging to come and being mm -hmm. denied oh, and yeah. it being way hotter than begging to come and then being able to come like which i can relate to a million fucking percent like is is <laughs> it's such a mind fuck um as much of a whirlwind like it is happening in my head when i'm begging you if i can come yeah the idea of you telling me no when I'm like right there at the edge is way more arousing to me than the idea of you saying, yeah, go ahead, baby. Like, it, yeah. I'd almost be disappointed if I could, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this took me a while to learn and understand as well, because I remember early, um, early days with you. I was in New York, um, and hanging out with a, a play partner. Oh, yeah. 
and you texted me and you asked if you could come yeah and i was like i said yeah please i was like yeah sure please do like i'm just like yeah why wouldn't you want it like why would i and then i didn't know till later you were like i was kind of disappointed (laughs) how do you fucking explain that to your partner like (laughs) whereas i thinking i'm like like i'm being like so generous i am this benevolent goddess but not that even that i was generous like it didn't occur to me that i'd be like no it was like I I assumed that maybe that would be a way for you to handle. Maybe it felt good to come and like you were experiencing compersion, knowing that I was with somebody and and that like being able to come was a way to participate. Like I didn't understand the psychology. <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of makes sense. No, that kind of makes sense, and I think that's probably a play for some people. Yeah. Like, like being able to come while watching their partner with somebody feels, yeah, and like having compersion factored in there, like feels like part of the experience. Yeah, like yeah, the cuck chair. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah the hotel <laughs> cuck chair. Um, um, but yeah, for me, I think what one of like the driving factors in it being so fucking hot is the sadism. And that's what it's felt like you've t- you've had easier access to this time around is like, Daddy, can I come? And then mm-hmm. you're like, No, <laughs> like, there's you dummy. There's, yeah. <laughs> Why would you even? There's a new embracing, like cruelty, in it. Yeah, in a way that feels like close, still. Yeah. Um. That that I'm enjoying. Well, I have a better understanding of what you get out of denial. Yeah. And that there's a piece there that um that you really like there's a lot that you enjoy that there's a preference to this for the sadism and for the denial and and so if I were to lean into that tendency that I have of wanting to say that and your response would be to, oh, what the fuck? And then, like, be in a shitty mood for the next, like, two days. This has happened before. This has to happened To you before. or to me? You thought, like, my, I was just going through, like, a slump. And you're like, I wonder if it's because you haven't come in a few days. And you're like, well, I'm going to let you come. And then and I was still in a shitty mood. And then I remember you telling me after I'm passing, like, well, we know it wasn't the lack of an orgasm. It was putting you in a shitty mood. <laughs> You're just in a shitty mood. But I think there's also a, a piece around, and I've told you this story before, but I had, a, I had a boyfriend in college who there was one time when we were having sex and I, it got uncomfortable for me. Like I was, it was painful, right? Like, and I wanted to stop and they hadn't come yet. And it took a lot to be like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. That, that felt like I needed to sort of muster some courage. Yeah. Um, and then their reaction to me in doing that was like grumpy, huff off. Well, I'm going to go finish myself off in the bathroom. This you fucking let me down. Yeah, you let me down. This fucking sucks. I'm fucking sorry right. you had that experience. And I think women have that experience way too fucking often yeah there's sort of this like no but you you owe this to me like blue balls bullshit right and i get that like there's some like there's some discomfort when um 
present for folks when that kind of situation does happen like I know that there's thing there's physiology there that I don't understand because I don't have it but also like but I I fucking I've I've fucking (laughs) been there before fuck Uh -uh. you this is bullshit this is total fuck it's not that fucking bad like and go home and fucking masturbate like it's not the end of the world you're gonna be fine nobody fucking owes you anything and Mm -hmm. how are you do do you not have concern for your partner in that situation like, do you have that much of, like, fucking tunnel vision on your own pleasure that you're completely numb to the fact of, like, yes. well, why did they need to stop? Are they okay? Like, a <laughs> yeah. basic human empathy progression after, like, before just getting mad. Yeah, um, that'd but, be cool. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a, a problem. And more often than not, like, drastically more often than not, it happens to women. Yeah, I, I, would, I would imagine so. I... I... It it was formative for me, yeah. and uh, had to work through some experiences later around. No, I get to like my consent around this and my physical comfort matters. And um, not only does it matter, it's the priority. Yeah, yeah. Full stop. Yeah. yeah, like your 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 comfort and your consent are like the first. Thing. On both, but, but for both parties. Yeah, yeah. But you are. For all parties. Societally, systemically, like conditioned to put that on the back burner because you're afraid to fucking make waves. And we can get into like all the sexism and all the systemic bullshit that sort of reinforces that. And fear. Yeah. 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 Um, but what? I was just, it, it started to make me think of the show we've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. The power. Mm hmm. It's a book originally, and I'd read the book. They just turned it into a TV series. Um, Tony Collette's in it. Um, it's really fucking good. But they it's, play with this. It's the premise is amazing. There the we execution go. is spotty at times. It's enjoyable. I'm enjoying it, and it's it's interesting because the whole premise of it is that uh, at some point, like teenage girls, a new organ awakens in their body that allows them to produce electricity and transmit it through their fingers or feet and electrocute some of them can really control it some of them are super powerful like there's a whole spectrum of what that looks like individual by individual but it starts to shift the power structure in society because now the women are can physically dominate the men and so you see these subtle shifts in who feels like they can take up space and who feels like they can like demand to have their needs met and who's doing who a favor yeah to have access to privilege yeah. and all that starts to it's it's so interesting but in that same vein like I don't right I can't produce electricity from my fingers Are you uh, sure? I I try every day um and so there's there's always a, a consideration I think for a lot of cis women uh, femmes trans women even that like there's uh am i safe yeah uh, am i very much so yeah. yeah what happens if i say no yeah that'd be an interesting i know we're we're starting to seg into a bunch of different areas here i'll like i'll, I'll pull us back in a second but that'd be an yeah. interesting topic is to go over the different things between cis women and trans women mm-hmm. and the way you think about safety, mm-hmm. the way 
that you sort of have to mask in those moments at times or you feel the compulsion to and why? Mm. Um, because those are similar in a lot of ways and I think different also in a lot of ways. And mm -hmm. we get sexualized in different ways. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be that'd be an interesting conversation to to get into. Reeling it back because we're doing the ADD thing a little bit. Which, yeah, which I, I think I went into that story specifically because part of what I enjoy, I think where the, the enjoyment of the power comes from is in denying somebody else that when in other times in my life where I felt like I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, and it's interesting because... The gender relationship between you and I is not that no. of what's focused on in the power. But since transition, another way that denial's been different between you and I is the way that we interact sexually mm -hmm. and the way you get to orgasm and mm -hmm. the just kind of dynamic in our in our sex life is different then pre-transition because my anatomy works differently. Yeah. Like I'm not fucking you. No. Like, and so it, there's almost like this kind of crude and hot like area of like, well, what do I need your fucking dick for? <laughs> <laughs> um, that I suspect cut out my laugh has made, <laughs> has made denial also a little bit easier. Uh, yeah, like it, right now it feels like you coming is a favor that I can give you and not easy for you to, it's not a given and it's not a, within the context of us having sex. Like mm -hmm. it's not like an inevitability based on the way that we have sex now. It requires much more assertive intention on my part. It's a choice that I have to make versus like it's just sort of an inevitability if you keep going long enough. Yeah. So in that way, I mean like there's a – and just – and not – and it wasn't something that I like came across or decided but a realization of, oh, yeah, if I'm not intentional about that, it's not going to happen. So, Yeah. Yeah, so it's easier for it to just not happen. Like Or yeah, it's a it's a there's inertia to overcome to make it happen versus uh momentum to halt to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. If that if that tracks. If I'm getting my science words right. Wait, inertia is the principle that objects in motion stay in motion. Opposite. Inertia is No. Inertia is that. Is it? Uh, inertia is where, like, if something's at rest, it stays at rest. <laughs> yeah, the, the, both of those things can 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 be true. Um, I think, like, I guess what you'd be overcoming is like friction or resistance, like swimming uphill. Yeah, swimming uphill, <laughs> swimming upstream, or swimming up a hill. That would be really it's a hard. Very wet hill. It's very yeah. hard. I've tried. <laughs> the way Mr. Crickets just looked at me like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> um, um, Quietly correcting our, our science in the background. Yeah, appreciate that. With disapproving looks. Yeah. 
But at least it sounds like you're saying like it's the difference between like denying and gifting orgasm. Yeah, and there are two different mindsets there. There are times you specifically build me up to deny me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, edging is involved here. It's not that like I don't. But it happens passively from like just not being intentional about it happening. Like, yeah, there's two worlds, which I think this is what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. where it's like sometimes it just happens as a result passively mm-hmm. from well yeah i just didn't intention i wasn't intentional about making it happen and then yeah. sometimes and this is the sadistic part you specifically are intentional about building me up and then denying me correct yeah it's it's and that's the most the fun. culmination of those two <laughs> that's things, when it's fun <laughs> the culmination of those two things has led to it being like two weeks plus now where i haven't had an orgasm um, I'm way more sensitive now. I've got sex on the fucking brain a lot more now. Like, I'll take it. Which is awesome. It well, <laughs> it's a way to play with eroticism in a long-term relationship also. Like, yeah. we've been together for, it'll be two years next spring. Has it been two years? I think it's been two years. Two years. And so. I don't even like you. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Um, it's hard for you. There are, there are ways to play with, I mean, we talked about ruts before on a different episode mm-hmm. and, um, good episode. and edging and denial and playing with permission. It's a way to amp up the erotic field, so to speak, um, in the day to day to know that me knowing that you haven't come in two weeks and that makes y- you like a little bit more in heat so to speak yeah but Um, also like would you agree that like submission comes easier for you more shit gets done around the house oh absolutely more attention gets paid to conversation (laughs) (laughs) absolutely that i hadn't really thought about it that way yeah but yes yeah you've been very well behaved much less bratting yeah generally so you just fucked yourself. <laughs> um, I may or may not have done that consciously. Can you talk a little bit about why that? There's been a might lot be? going on in the past month and uh, or in the past two months, and part of it has been not denial related. It's been. I think just um, my paranoia of like, I'm a bad partner and I want to be a less bad partner. Like, and it's driven by like my inner critic being out of control Mm. um, and coming from like almost a place of fear or self-criticism. Like I need to get my shit together and do more. That is not a healthy place for that to be at. And it's hard to judge how much, Sorry, I didn't mean to bring the mood down. No, no, I'm <laughs> But it's I'm hard to, to judge how much is because of that versus how much of it is because, like, I uh, submission and obeying feels so sexually charged mm-hmm. and I get so much pleasure from it now that, yeah, I want to fucking do it. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to know when one is motivating and they're probably a little bit both at play at times one i appreciate and the other like i recognize as like not a place i want to stay i don't want like fear of uh, replacement or abandonment or um disappointment 
mm-hmm. um, to be the reason that I'm that you that I'm a good girl that you, that you, <laughs> that you think about who you are yeah. and how you are in the partnership yeah yeah, yeah. same but. yeah I've also got in the last two months um, been working on communicating more directly about my frustrations or annoyances or like in a helpful way and that okay so oh cool this is actually a really good point i'm glad you brought up because like that has been helpful as fuck that's given me clear concrete information on like my partner does not appreciate this and wants this to change Mm -hmm. and i need to fucking do it Mm. and there might be a little bit of fear attached to that like oh my god i better fucking get my shit together but like I feel like it comes from a healthy place of like, you've been direct with me. Mm-hmm. You unequivocally feel this way about it. Mm-hmm. And so then I can adjust and and meet expectations better. Or, yeah. um, and that doesn't feel unhealthy. That feels like a dialogue of like needs between the two of us. Yeah. And just kind of adjusting as we go and like what the other person needs or doesn't want or. Uh, this is the piece of I say that so that's like that'll go on a fucking t-shirt someday the piece it's like the phrase that I always say we should give an example of this um I got one. Oh, okay um you told me like me being on my fucking phone a lot of the times when we're spending time together bothers you oh you yeah you were like unequivocal about it um and you also said you wanted more engagement on like the stuff that you send me like in messages throughout the day oh yeah and uh you just kind of flat out told me, like, it bothered you that I didn't engage. And you said you wanted to be more intentional, both of us to be more intentional about, like, there's sometimes we're, like, we're spending time together, kind of usually at the end-ish of the mm-hmm. night. And um, you want my full attention, not me to be on my phone. Yeah. And I just did both of those things. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've I just appreciated, like, you calling it out. And that was such a thing... That I've been working on with you for like the past relationship. <laughs> the whole, rela- you mean um, trying to get me to do that, you mean? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, that's, that piece is, is um, I have such a history of people pleasing in order to feel safe. Uh, and as I've gotten older and I've been more reflective about it and you, you feedback you've given me realizing how unkind that is um, and how it feels on the other side when somebody engages in people-pleasing behavior. Like, it's really about, I'm going to try to, I'm going to hide my needs so I can fulfill what I think yours are in order to maintain a sense of false equilibrium False peace, false balance, uh, because I'm not actually comfortable or okay. This and is now you such don't an ungenerous know. reading of this, because no. there's so many things that fucking it, it factor there in people pleasing. Like, For sure, but... societally, we were talking about like a lot of like sexist shit you grew up dealing with, and a lot of like Safety. things that come from trauma yeah. that make you fucking naturally scared to to communicate needs, to identify needs in. So I have a hard time when people go, well, people pleasing is selfish or or malicious. Um, no, I don't think it's malicious or or selfish, but I do. Th- but I think it's a it's a strategy 
um, a sell, like a defense strategy that gets used, fawning. Um, and in that strategy being used in a variety of different contexts for different purposes, one of the negative outcomes of that is that your partner doesn't know what you really think and it's hard for them to feel safe and trust you because they're not sure whether they're getting all the information. You. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm getting it. It can feel lonely. It can feel like you're not doing it intentionally, so I don't know how I get you back. You're yeah. gone a little bit. I just like, I don't like the torch and pitchforks at people pleasers. And no, I no. feel like that happens sometimes. Oh, for sure. Um, but it's allowed me to be more assertive, which has made it more comfortable for you to be submissive. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, I wanted to bring up an interesting thing about the phone time because I remembered this. Okay. I told you when you're like, I want your phone away. I want your attuned attention. And I remember telling you, well, I think that sounds good. But what I think would feel good for me in affirming of our dynamic and affirming of the power exchange between us is if you still felt the right to be on your phone as you saw fit. And, uh, but you're not allowed to. Right. Or you can't. Because I'm a sucker for that shit. I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> like, um, Rules are applied differently. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know why that still feels close to me. I don't know why. Like, it's a balance. Like, if you were just yeah. doing that the entire fucking time, but I like occasionally seeing you text your boyfriend. Um, while we're watching a show together uh-huh. and like smile at something and then like put it down and go back to like like watching with me but it's like oh yeah like <laughs> we are not the same <laughs> um, so yeah the, the, there's a king twist on that and I, I just thought that was a cute like dynamic between us that I wanted to clarify I don't know how we're going to edit that back into that part of the conversation well, I I think about this often, and we've talked about this earlier on, where I have often thought that learning to be a dominant, practicing dom behavior, asserting my needs, uh, taking up space, even if that's in contrast to what you're allowed to do, especially, um, that is an excellent treatment plan for a recovering people pleaser right that it allows me to practice the opposite of what I had been practicing and with a submissive who is interested in fulfilling those needs allows me to feels affirmed by them it feels affirmed by it it gives me enough positive reinforcement to operate that way without fear because my first response to you when you suggested um well what if you know power exchange you i would rather you be able to use your phone whenever you want and i won't and my first answer to you was well i don't know if i could feel comfortable with that and and the reason why i said that is in my head my first thought was that's going to be thrown in my face later oh no like that's that some at some point this conversation exempts you from that like doesn't matter it's it's not it's an automatic thought though it's not a logical thought based on my experience with you it's an automatic thought of 
I, it's not safe to take up space in that way because I will get in trouble for it later. Daddy. Um, who hurt you? <laughs> myself. <laughs> uh, so then realizing like that's not how I want to be operating. And if I do decide I need to use my phone, that's okay. And I get to do that. And I have, a, we've had a conversation about it. And I don't, I don't have to hide or worry. Like even if I, if I'm watching TV. Just throwing that out there on the mic, huh? Even at 25, <laughs> I, even at 25, I, if I'm watching TV or I'm on my computer, I'm doing something leisurely and you come home, there's a part of me, and this has always been the case since I was a kid, leaps up in this, you didn't catch me doing nothing. That's relatable. That's relatable from my fucked up childhood. Yeah. But, yeah. Of like, I... I don't want to get in trouble for this yep. because I I wouldn't like it. You know, so that's part of the, like, if I'm saying- You wouldn't saying like I, if I was relaxing when you got home? No. Honey, there's got to be a lot of resentment we haven't talked about. No, 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 no. Uh, but in if going back to the phone thing, if I'm saying, I don't like it when you do that, but I get to do it. Like, yeah. like any balanced relationship where there isn't a power exchange, that's, that's going to be yeah. a problem. Well, and we're thoughtful about where- that applies and where it doesn't and what I think also helped you kind of trust is like as that changes for me if it changes for me mm-hmm. I communicate that I'm struggling with it no you're good at communicating that stuff um where it's like I I feel like I'm starting to have frustration around it and I don't want to call it off but like I'm just noting it but I'm very hesitant to be like why did you do this to me mm-hmm. I'm not hesitant I don't do that that's fucking weird um where it's like you no, put me through this like it's it's usually these fucked up things are usually my idea which also ties back into like what we were talking about before where doms are like i don't want to approach a sub because i don't want it feeling kind of predatory oh yeah it i'm wondering if that also correlates to like i'd rather an uneven power dynamic thing comes from my submissive specifically mm-hmm. asking for it mm-hmm. instead of me yeah. saying since you're already in a position of less power me saying well how about we implement this yeah which you're gonna do with some stuff but with kind of touchier things like this yeah probably feel better when they're coming from me as opposed to you setting them and just wondering like are you just going along with it because you're my submissive or is there a hardship at play here or something that's detrimental to your well-being or mental health that that's at play that you're that you're not sharing with me because of the power difference yeah did you have anything else you wanted to say about the way denial has played into your submission yeah it's been again there's now this like underlying arousal almost all the time when i think about that my orgasms have been withheld. Mm. Um, that then submission around things just feels a little bit more charged. I feel it in my loins more. 
um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, there's pleasure associated with it. There's, it's a mind fuck, but like, it's, it's definitely pleasure mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. and it makes submission better. I don't, I guess the counter argument. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're the all over Reddit. Are, oh my God. <laughs> that's what we're going to get into next week. We're going to talk about uppity Reddit shit. Um, <laughs> And yeah, the cuckold police. Oh, my God. Well, just the this is or isn't submission. This is or isn't dumbing. This is or isn't cuckolding. This is or isn't feet fetish An anteater. I don't. Yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a black and blue dress. It's a gold and white dress. There's a lot of people with a lot of sassy opinions. I wanted to talk about the block when we're at play parties. This isn't related to denial, but like I have a hard time. It's about submission. Submitting. Yeah. Yeah. We were to you in front of some of these motherfuckers at these play parties. <laughs> and this, this isn't even just the local thing. It's happened. No, at, it, it happened it, at DomCon. Yeah. 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 Where you'll give me, this is so confusing. Kind of a humiliating task. Would you say humiliating? I don't think of it that way. All right. But that's you, because you're but desensitized. You, ex- you, you experience it the, that the, way. The, the assignment was crawl on your hands and knees across the fucking ballroom floor and go get me water and then crawl back here with it. Yeah. In front of like a hundred plus fucking people. So let's also paint the picture these 100 plus people one kingsters. of them one of they're all kingsters one of them was being walked around uh the ballroom being trained as a dog one of them had a dog mask on and was having their balls stomped on yeah but i have dignity <laughs> another one was being used as furniture yeah so that so that's where but wasn't that Weren't they around their dominance when those things were happening? Weren't they being led by their dominance? Oh, fair. Yeah. Or weren't they being hit or having their balls stepped on by their doms? As opposed, so you, it's they weren't the, just it's... sent out into the wild <laughs> by themselves where everybody's like, so what the had... fuck is this bitch doing? So, like, if I, so if I had walked with you while you were crawling to get water, you would have done it. I think it would have been easier. I don't know if for sure if I would have if I would have done it. It, and that's beside the point. I've noticed this thing where I have this weird sense of pride, where like I want to be like defiled and debased and degraded and humiliated and like torn the fuck apart. But that's ours. Yeah. Or that's ours with people that I've been in this space with that you trust that I either respect or am intrigued by. Like, there's there's a lot of people that we've been in kink space with yeah. that I feel like actually understand me as a sub um, uh-huh. that I'm willing to submit in front of. So Maybe, is, is, but... there, is there for you a part of the, whether it's respect or intrigue or trust in being understood that the idea of if I submit in, in front of this group of people who don't understand what submission means to me or what my dynamic is with my dom, I 
might be misunderstood. I, I think might be that's judged. I might be seen in a in a silly light or a humiliating light that I which didn't I choose, want in the but context that you didn't of us. Choose. I don't think choose is the the right the right word, but it's like I don't fucking know you. You don't fucking know me. Like you don't mm. get access to this. Um, which is interesting. I don't mind if you beat the shit out of me in front of those people. No. I don't mind if you like debase and degrade me in front of those people if you and I are just in that space together. Yeah. But like there's it's harder for me to submit in ways that I think people might misinterpret me. Yeah. Like around people that like I'm not in that fucking space with. Yeah. I haven't been in kink space with like Yeah, there's like nine or ten people I think that I'd I'd be comfortable whatever the fuck in front of. Like everybody yeah. that was no, not everybody. Everybody minus like three people that was at your birthday party, no problem. Yeah. Um But most of the people that were at mine, minus six or seven people, no problem. <laughs> well, so now the question that I'm sure is in everybody's mind as you talk about this, including my own, is how will you feel about submitting in front of people at the play party if you still haven't had an orgasm by then? I'm wondering that myself. I guess if I still haven't had an orgasm at month. the next party, which is in three weeks, four weeks, <laughs> um, I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. You might explode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So this is just it's like a new puzzle that I've been working through that I just kind of wanted to throw yeah. out there and, and kind of riff on a little bit because it's it's intriguing. And we've been slowly narrowing it down since we really noticed it at DomCon. Mm-hmm. When I was like, I'm not moving. I'm not going to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, which is crazy. But um, not because I'm choosing not to, but because I can't. No, you physically could not move. Yeah. yeah. You were in, we've talked about nervous system states yeah. before. I think you were in a freeze. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the space I that, that winds up happening instead. Which is not where you want your submissive to be. That's not the sweet spot. No. No, yeah. freeze is... Not super fun. Um, I think that's about all I got. Um, thanks everyone for putting up with the last episode. I think that's just going to be a recurring thing where like, when I feel like shit, instead of us trying to do like a an actual episode, it just becomes or a sad girl diary, and that's going to be how we process this <laughs> until then. The next week we can do shit like this. Um, and thanks. Um, there were some individuals who reached out and um. Yeah, I appreciate you. It was super vulnerable, and I appreciate people just fucking listening anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, Thanks for listening. Yeah. You were super vulnerable two episodes ago, by the way. Oh, shit. It is two episodes now. Yeah, the 20-minute one. Sad girl sessions. It's going to be a recurring thing. Hopefully the next one isn't for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. But... Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Yeah, a Discord is coming. Uh, Brace yourselves. We have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon. Feel free to subscribe and we'll start doing cool shit. Please share the podcast with your friends. 
and especially if you don't live near us <laughs> yes we have listeners in fucking austria whoever you are thank you no kinks were shamed in the making of this podcast